Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today, guys. How have you been? (laughs) Before we get started here, I wanted to share with you a quote I've come across that I'm really resonating with right now. And it's from the uh, book Be Happy by Robert Holden, which I feel like I've talked about on the podcast before. Um, And I think I've read this book about like three times now, maybe. And it's by far one of my most favorite revisited books. And so today, the quote that I want to share with you is um, these three rules that he has for his happiness group sessions. And the three rules are this. Don't look good. Be real. Don't be positive. Be honest. Don't be nice. Be yourself. I love, love, love this, and I currently have this written in huge letters on my whiteboard so I can look at it all day. So yes, thought I'd share that with you this morning. And on to some personal updates. I'm sure you've noticed that I haven't been posting as much, and I've been taking a bit of a break from this. Um, because there are just things that I have had to deal with on my own and I don't think I had been ready to share any of it until now. Um, I think when you do work like this, things that feel so personal, at least for me, it feels really personal because spirituality and tarot are so close to my heart and so close to my healing journey. Much of the messages I get and share with you guys arrive when I am in need of that message so badly in my life. And I think I'm still digesting what's happening and learning all that I can from the experience, so I've been a little bit silent. And uh, I'm going to be honest, lately I have not been working with my tarot deck, (laughs) like at all. And weirdly enough, I don't even feel bad about that. I think it's, I think mainly it's been like this because I've been uncovering some old wounds from my past that I haven't been willing to look at and using my tarot deck can be too confrontational sometimes. You know, like sometimes you know the answer to something and you know what your tarot deck's going to tell you and you're just like, nope, I can't deal with that right now. (laughs) And you know, it's okay. It's okay to not be willing to face the truth. I think that's okay. Healing and growing and letting go of old stuff and old triggers, that takes an enormous amount of courage to be willing to go through that on top of the rest of your life, right? And some days I have the courage to show up and handle that and some days I don't and I want to hide. It's definitely a lot more comfortable to hide, But sooner or later, I believe that we all realize that we do have the courage and we can gather that courage up to look at ourselves with total honesty. 
Um, but lately, I've been deciding not to. And there's no shame in deciding that you aren't ready to face the truth just yet. It doesn't make us bad people. It doesn't make us lazy people. Um, because it, yeah, it takes a lot of courage. So my unwillingness to face myself and face my life with honesty has been reflected in my lack of episodes lately and that's just the honest truth i think you know at the end of the day we are all human beings we all deal with things that happen in the best way we can at that very moment and whatever healing and growing is meant to happen will happen at the perfect time And so on that note, I come to you with a brand new tarot episode at this perfect time. (laughs) And so today we are going to be talking about the strength card, one of my most favorite cards and its relation to the ego. So let's take out our strength card right now. And the one I am actually, let me just actually do this. Let me get my deck. (laughs) Okay, I have my cards out right in front of me. I have the um golden wheel tarot and my radiant rider weight smith deck so let's take a look at that one because that's the one that i usually work with when i do these types of episodes so i have the traditional strength card um, right in front of me and if you don't know what this looks like go ahead and google it if you don't have your own tarot deck um but when i first looked at this card i honestly think this was the first card I truly fell in love with because there are just so many layers to this. I can't even begin. The first thing that really occurred to me is like I had this sense of relief just looking at it like soothing aloe to a burn and every aspect in this card embodies a sort of contrary depiction. I don't know if that makes sense but like you have this ferocious lion that is being tamed, right, by this ordinary looking woman. And a card that is called the strength card, you would think it would be strength depicted in a really buff dude benching 500 pounds or lifting a tree or something. But it's this gentle, loving woman. And I am in love with just the complexities, the depths that this card has to offer. And so one, I wanted to hone in on just one message that this card is giving me right now. And, um, you know, something that is really helping me move through my own journey. And this message that I want to talk about today um, is regarding the ego. And learning to heal the relationship we have with our egos. And seeing the harmony here between these two things, the woman and the beast, that are supposed to not get along according to nature. Like, to see these two beings come together in this beautiful way, that can give us hope. When, you know, hope feels impossible... The strength card can give us hope because in healing the relationship we have with our egos, with the things that we fight against within ourselves, we heal our relationship with the world. We heal our relationship with the people around us and with the world so polarized right now. I think this is a lesson that we can all start 
now within our own hearts and eventually extend out into the world. So we all have an ego. That's the part of us that believes we are separate from everyone and everything. The part of us that is based in fearful thinking and fearful beliefs. The part of us that says we are born alone and we die alone. That it's every man and woman for themselves. That part of us that perpetuates that hate and separation and isolation. I think we're all familiar with this concept. And I guess when I was first understanding new age spirituality and understanding this concept of the ego, I looked at it from the lens of my religious upbringing. And I think most of us tend to do that if we um, are, you know, coming from a religious place. And as a previously practicing Catholic, um, we were taught that there is good and evil, right and wrong, God and the devil at constant war. And not only in Catholicism, but like generally Christianity and like culturally as well, especially in American culture, we grow up with this like black and white good versus evil idea. We have that common scene in television shows and movies where someone is trying to make a decision and there is an angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. And they're both whispering things in the person's ear trying to get them to make a decision. I don't know if you're familiar with this show, but I've been watching Lucifer recently, which is a show on Netflix. And I've been watching a lot of Netflix. On a side note, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Netflix to hide from my own wounds, and that, again, is the total truth. But what's funny is that even some of the mechanisms I use to hide from my pain and my problems, they end up giving me the exact right messages I needed to hear. They're just delivered in a less confrontational way so that I don't run away again. And I think the universe is so brilliant like that and is always willing to use whatever path of least resistance it has to give you what you need at that moment. Even if it means binge watching five seasons of Lucifer. <laughs> and first of all, I am absolutely in love with this concept. I know we aren't doing the devil card right now. I already did the devil card, but I think there's still so much to learn from the devil card, even in watching this show, in relation to understanding the strength card and today's message of the strength card. And I will try not to give you any spoilers, but I'll just say that I really appreciate their take on the devil. As a viewer, you go in with this perception that the devil is like this representation of evil. And so you have all these automatic assumptions of the character Lucifer. But then as the show goes on, you realize despite his bad reputation, he is compassionate. He cares about people. And he is just this widely misunderstood person that deserves love and as the seasons progress you start to realize the hurt and the pain and the rejection that he feels deep down and you really start to feel for him 
you start to understand where he's coming from. And even though it's this crime drama show that has the typical drama storylines, um, I am just incredibly happy that there are people out there taking a chance on characters that are often labeled and judged and cast aside. And in the same way that a TV show can make you feel compassion for someone as quote-unquote evil as the devil, I think we all have the capacity to tell a new story, a more empowering story about our egos and the role it plays in our lives. And the strength card inspired that message for me today, and um, it inspires me to tell a different story about the ego that I think we all have a tendency, including myself, to cast aside and reject within ourselves. Because here's the thing, if we continue to see the ego as this evil thing that lives within us, then we will never really be at peace with ourselves. If we continue to make war with the ego, the more we will be at war with ourselves and other people. In other words, this means the more we fight against our ego, the more we block our own happiness, the more unfulfilled we will feel in our lives, the more we will feel stuck and numb. Ultimately, it does not serve us to fight against any part of ourselves, even the parts of ourselves that we believe are unlovable. So what's a better way to see it? What is a better way to view the egos that we have with us? A better way of seeing it is believing that The ego is 100% worthy of love, always. No matter what it says, no matter how it feels, my ego is 100% worthy of love. Not 88%, not 90%, not, (laughs) can't talk today, not 99%, but 100% worthy of love. And in saying this, what imagery arises in your mind? For me, the ego goes from being this big, scary monster, and it turns into this scared, little, innocent kid within me that just needs some loving attention, that has been labeled and judged and cast aside and not even given a second chance. Maybe for others, it's this image of the ferocious lion turning into this cuddly little creature. And with that shift, we can finally put our swords and our weaponry down and meet the ego with a gentle hand from a place of compassionate understanding. And only then is when we are able to start healing When we view the ego as something that is lovable, we start to see ourselves as lovable. It starts to be a bit easier to forgive ourselves. It starts to be a little bit easier to forgive others. And the more we forgive, 
That means that we carry less emotional baggage around. We get to be less angry with the world. We get to feel more joy, happiness, fulfillment, success because of our willingness to forgive ourselves and our willingness to see how lovable we are. And when we start to see those things, we start to see that we live in a lovable world, a world that loves us with spirit guides that love us, with the universe and divine intelligence loving us. Imagine what your life would be like if you genuinely felt more love and appreciation more often. Imagine what your life would be like if you genuinely felt like you were adored and cherished and deeply worthy and whenever quote-unquote negativity would come up whenever judgmental thoughts from your ego comes up you notice it you recognize it and just like the woman in the strength card you choose to send love to your ego you choose to send love to that ferocious aggressive lion that lives within you And maybe give it a little pat on the head and say, you're all right. You're safe. You are okay. And here's the thing. We have the ability to change what things mean to us. I think that's one of our greatest superpowers as human beings. And we can decide how we want to see the ego. I love looking at the ego within me and seeing it as a puppy. (laughs) For the past couple of months, I've actually been really wanting to get a puppy. Like, weirdly desperate for one. But right now, I deeply know that the timing isn't right at all. And I know that this longing is something within me that is calling to be healed. And since that's the case, since I can't get a dog right now. I am choosing to just love the puppy that lives within me. That adorable, lovable puppy that sometimes tears up the new couch or pees on my carpet or (laughs) barks at night and does a bunch of inconvenient things for me. To love that little puppy. (laughs) And knowing that even though it does all those things, I know It is doing the best it can with what it knows. And that perspective acknowledges the inherent innocence that lives within all of us, even within our own egos. And here's a practical tidbit that you can start doing right now to sink even further into the strength card. And in practicing this, this is actually how I felt like I was turning a corner in my own life. It requires a little bit of faith, but you're ultimately practicing the skill of allowing more quote-unquote negative, uncomfortable feelings and also not letting them overcome you, not letting the ego take over and consume you and be who you are because I think that's typically what we end up doing is things start to be triggering for the ego. The ego gives us thoughts and feelings and we suddenly think that that is who we are and we judge ourselves by our moods and the thoughts that come to us and we don't have to right but it's also 
you know, allowing that to happen and not resisting against it, not shutting it out, not rejecting the truth that is within us. And there's like a certain balance that needs to be achieved here in like not identifying with the ego stuff and allowing it, right? Because if we become this person who is against negativity, (laughs) that's one of the things that I will continue to discuss is this idea of not being so positive all the time, right? Like the quote that I shared earlier is don't be positive, be honest. And I would rather be living my truth and being honest with myself than being this positive Pollyanna who is just like seeing the bright side and everything and skipping all of the truth that you need to digest. So it's about striking the balance between allowing your feelings and not getting consumed by them. And if you take a look in the strength card, you have the woman in the picture. She's not banishing the lion. She's not fighting against it. She's welcoming it. She's nurturing this lion. And that's the healing message that we can get from this card. And so let me get on with it. This is the practical sort of element that you can start to implement here. And it's what I call even though thinking. Even though thinking. It's not really a nice name for it, but I couldn't think of anything else (laughs) to name it. So that's what we're just going to go with. And it's something that I've observed within myself that I say to myself that has allowed me to move through difficult emotions that the ego can throw at me. So it starts like this. Even though I made a mistake at work today, I know I am 100% lovable. So you're taking something that you're feeling right? So you're taking something that's real, that's honest, like I feel like crap today. You can see even though I feel like crap today, I know I am guided. I know that there is a solution to this, even though it doesn't feel like it. So what you're saying is you're honoring the truth. You're honoring the authentic feeling that's coming up for you and also standing your ground in your faith and what you believe. Even though I feel bad about how I look, even though I don't like my reflection in the mirror, I know that I am beautiful. And so stick with me here. If you're saying that and it does not feel true, it does not feel good, let's say you genuinely don't believe you are 100% lovable and you have all that resistance against this, you can start to say, Even though I made a mistake, I am willing to see that I am 100% lovable. Even though I don't like the way I look in the mirror, I'm willing to see that maybe I am beautiful. Maybe there's something that I'm missing out on here. Maybe I'm just not looking at myself with the right lens. So you're just allowing that possibility to exist. You don't have to believe in it yet, but you can allow that possibility to be there. And simply being willing opens the door to this. 
even though I hate looking at myself in the mirror, I am willing to see that there is actually beauty within me. This is how you can turn the corner, change the trajectory of where you're going. This is how you can get unstuck. This is how you can not be consumed by the ego and the ego's thoughts and feelings. And you can also do this with the heavier emotions as well. Like even though there are angry thoughts running through my mind, I am willing to see that I am not an angry person. I am a person simply experiencing anger. My emotions don't have anything to do with who I am, with the essence of who I am. And I just love how the strength card is portrayed because you can see the woman is separate from the anger or the aggressiveness that the lion is representing. And she's choosing to meet that anger with love, with compassion. She's not making it about herself. She's not making it mean anything else about herself. She's not identifying with the anger. She's just sitting with it. She's allowing it to be there. And that is how we can acknowledge the lovability of the ego when we allow the ego to do its thing. This picture has the potential to be an aggressive, horrible scene. A woman facing this ferocious beast that could easily tear her to pieces instantly. But it's not. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And it instills so much hope that we are capable of looking beyond appearances. We can look beyond probability. We can look beyond the judgments we have made against ourselves and other people and worldly events and still see something that is lovable and worthy and innocent. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Love Tarot. And you can stay up to date with the latest offerings by signing up for the email list at selflovetarot.com. My name is Gretchen Evangelista. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed um, finally talking to the mic again. And this feels good. So I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And I will talk to you guys next time.